1: The Late Night Anger Management Class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Marenzi. Sunday, bloody Sunday. You know how we do it, except tonight we're doing it bracket style. Uh, the brackets have been set. The matchups are set. The point spreads are out. Uh, the future market has already started to move around a bit right now. We told you guys we were talking about the other night about Michigan uh, being at uh, plus 450. I expected Michigan to go to uh, to 6-1, to 7-1, to one, and they check in right now at plus 600. Big man on campus is going to step up and, and break it down uh, with us uh, tonight Bob Bano Ian Cameron kicks it uh, with us uh, as well so uh, we're gonna get into the uh, gonna get into the hardwood we're gonna break it all down uh, here this evening and we're gonna try to figure out who's going to uh, cut down the nets or at least who has the uh, the easiest path uh, who can get there to uh, to cut down the nets and I'll tell you as a Michigan Wolverine fan I'm not liking it I'm not liking it, and I you know, listen. This stuff just came out. I'm gonna I'm gonna break it down like overnight and like kind of sleep on things and really start to kick the tires. We're obviously not gonna give our our final picks uh, right now out of the gate, but looking at Michigan, who did get a one seed in the East. I mean, Michigan uh, will will have to play uh, the LSU St. Bonaventure winner. All right, and then you look, you've got Colorado, Florida State. Georgetown makes the tournament and an unbelievable run by the Georgetown Hoyas. Every year there's a team or two that like and you know, nobody expected to be in the tournament. They they shocked everyone. Except it usually doesn't come from a big time conference. Right? It's not easy to like upset and pull off an upset in a conference tournament in one of the, the tougher conferences. You know what I mean? Like, you know this. Yeah, the small tier stuff, whatever. You'll get a bad team that's fourteen and sixteen or something like that. But it's rare in big time basketball. But uh, great stuff, man. What what a story! Um, but that uh, for Patrick Ewing to go back to MSG and to actually win. Uh, The Big East tournament and to get into the dance is just great stuff Uh, We got Baylor, Baylor gets Hartford Uh, Baylor obviously a one seed Gonzaga obviously a one seed Yet Baylor, no free pass man. And I tell you what, Gonzaga No free pass So like Baylor plays Hartford They beat Hartford, they play the winner Of North Carolina and Wisconsin You got Villanova And Purdue waiting Gonzaga will be playing Oklahoma or Missouri in their second game the late night anger management class. This is Fort Rage. Bring it. Sports info is everywhere. We cut through all the clutter and bring
2: you actionable insights and expert perspectives every single day. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network.
3: Sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sports Grid.
0: Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling.
2: You're listening to Sports Grid Late Night with Gabe Morenzi on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204.
4: You want some of this, don't you? Yeah! Well, you need to know the winner, and I know the winner. So call me now! <laughs>
2: $5 for the first minute. $2 for each additional minute. You
0: have reached the coach's hot line. Line.
2: Yeah, lay it on me, coach.
0: In the game of my M.A.
2: You know mm-hmm. Versus send. Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Not Cincinnati. Today. Come on, come on. Don't you realize this is costing me money? lose,
1: but I don't. A late Night Anger Management Class. This is Sports Rage, Sirius XM Channel Two Hundred Four. Morenci, Sunday, bloody Sunday. We're breaking it down uh, right now, bracket uh, style. Um, I guess our YouTube page is not functioning uh, for whatever reason uh, right now. So um, this is audio only. I guess I could take my clothes off, right? I don't know why I bothered getting dressed uh, for this, and we have all these um, fancy bright lights in my face uh, right now for nothing. <laughs> For nothing! So you know what actually let me know and um let me know in Master Control here. Because if we are if we are just audio only here, like there's no reason for me to be uh, blinded uh, by the light. All right, so let's bring in um, let's bring in Big Man on Campus uh, right now. Break it down. March Madness is here. Babano is going to step up in it a little bit uh, later on as um, Babano tweeted out every matchup. He's ready to go. Uh, Big Man, how you doing? <laughs> What's going on, I'm Big Man? I'm doing well, Gabe. Good, doing well, Gabe. How are you? I'm all right, big man, I'm all right. I don't know why our YouTube page isn't working, considering that there was like no one on all weekend like uh, before us right now, or I don't know, uh, so we'll we'll try to get to the bottom of this. You know, every day there's always a new, there's always something, big man, there's always something. But people are tuning in to see uh, you. your pretty or my pretty face, I don't think, right? So I, I don't think that that really matters all that much. So I was saying earlier, uh, big man. Looking at the tournament, and I'm still sort of just digesting it all right now, it's a damn good bracket. Like, as far as competitiveness is concerned, as far as cool matchups are concerned, and, big man, there's going to be a lot of close games, bro. Uh, There's going to be a lot of close games. Like, you know, look, as good as Baylor is... Dude, they don't get a free pass. Second game, boom. North Carolina or Wisconsin? And I'm assuming it's going to be North Carolina. But, you know, that, that's not an easy game. You know what I mean? Like, you have Villanova. Uh, Villanova, you know, unfortunately gets devastated by injuries. So they're not the same team. But Baylor doesn't get a free pass. Uh, you look at Gonzaga. Gonzaga. Ah, Gonzaga has a pretty manageable path. They could beat Oklahoma or Missouri. Looking at Michigan, I'm not really in love with the bracket. What's your opinion on the bracket? And did you sort of see a few teams, big man, and go, you know what? I like the path that this team has.
4: Yeah, of course. You know, I think you make a good point. I mean, when you look at Gonzaga, I I really, you're hard-pressed to find a team on this side of the bracket that's going to challenge them until the Final Four. I mean, they already beat Iowa this year by double digits. That's the, the two-seed. I think Kansas probably gets knocked out before then. I'll tell you right now, Kansas better watch themselves in game one. Eastern Washington is a good basketball team, Uh, very good offense, interesting defense. USC is very good in that bracket, as we know. Missouri, Creighton, um, they're all solid, but I just don't think they can beat Gonzaga. I think Gonzaga is a shoe in to the final four. But I'll tell you a team that also has a concern, and that's Illinois – uh, I've talked glowingly about Loyola Chicago. If Loyola Chicago can b- get by Georgia Tech, that's going to be a very interesting matchup. I'll tell you a team that, when I'm looking at the bracket, I really like the draw for them, Purdue. I, I think Purdue has a really solid draw. I mean, you mentioned it, Villanova, um, You know, obviously not the same team. Uh, they maybe even get upset by Winthrop, who knows. I think Purdue could surely be. Uh, Villanova and then I'm thinking they can beat Wisconsin and/or, um, you know you know North Carolina, whoever you know out of that matchup beats Baylor, whoever whoever can kind of beat each other there. but I think Purdue has an interesting matchup. I, I think at like 45 to one right now, they have a pretty solid draw as well here.
1: Interesting. The Purdue Boilermakers, big man on campus, uh, kicking it with us and he's breaking it down, uh, over at pickwise.com, uh, throughout the, throughout the tournament. So exactly uh, big man. I was looking and I'm like, let's just be real, bro. I mean, it's almost like they want Gonzaga to win the title, don't they? <laughs> like they're, they're like, no, 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 no. Let's not challenge Gonzaga early. Let's, let's make sure they get there. Well, what about Baylor? Well, screw Baylor. So, you know, don't worry about them. Uh, Gonzaga, as you stated, bro, so that, you know, they'll get the Oklahoma-Missouri uh, winner. There, That's a winnable game for Gonzaga, obviously. Um, you have Creighton, Santa Barbara, Virginia, Ohio. Who comes out of that? My assumption is Virginia. But Virginia, yeah, that'll be a fun game, actually. Interesting contrast in styles, but I don't know. Do you think Virginia can match up with Gonzaga? Do they score enough points, big
4: man? Well, the thing is, and when you look down this bracket for Gonzaga, they've beaten a lot of these teams already. I mean, they beat Virginia. Good point. They pulverized them, actually. Uh, Beat beat Kansas. They beat Kansas. yeah. Yeah, they beat Iowa. Uh, You know, I think a team that's interesting that it's kind of again nobody talks about uh, is uh, USC. Uh, You know, they're they're a team that it's kind of interesting, but yeah, I mean, you're hard pressed to find a team, maybe Oregon, you know, if they can kind of, I mean, they don't have an easy game out of the, out of the gate with VCU. Um, I will say this Gabe, when, when I'm looking here, I, I, I just I don't see anyone in this conference that's going to beat Gonzaga or not in this conference, but in this bracket. Again, you're gonna to have to play a perfect game to beat them and, and they can beat you even with, you know, their their eighty percent game. So yeah, I, I think you're right. I mean when they're the number one overall seed, you're going to get those breaks and um you know, they the three strongest teams in this conference or in this bracket, they've already beaten. So uh yeah, they're 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 sitting pretty. I see right now
1: FanDuel have odds up to make the Sweet 16, but they don't have every team up yet right now. I think they are. I think they will. I think they're just sort of starting to put them up. Um, And it's too bad because I was just looking for Purdue, big man, as you were talking about. Uh, I was like, damn, let me see what the odds are for Purdue uh, to make it to the Sweet 16. A team that I like, uh, big man, the Houston Cougars. And I think they're dangerous. And talk, talk to me about their bracket and their draw. I think it's pretty manageable for them. I mean, so they get Cleveland State. They're going to beat the Vikings. They get the winner of clemson Rutgers. Um, I think Houston can beat Clemson or Rockers, big man. And so I think Houston advanced through there. And then you look, you know, on, on a little bit in the bigger picture uh, there. San Diego State and Syracuse. West Virginia, Moorhead State. I know that West Virginia are good, but you notice West Virginia are good, big man, but they don't win games. You know what I mean? They're good, but they don't close out games ever. Um, Like, I'm looking at Houston here. Like, do you, is there a reason why Houston can't get through this, uh, big man? At least, you know, into uh, into the Sweet 16, and then I think then into the Elite Eight after. What's your take on the Houston Cougars draw?
4: Yeah, I have them uh, beating San Diego State in the uh, Sweet 16 to get into the Elite Eight, and then I think you know from there it, it's really, I think they're positioned really well as far as from a two seed. I, I think from a two seed standpoint, they got the best draw. I mean, I'll tell you what, the 15 seeds in this conference are in this bracket are very difficult. I mean, Grand Canyon is really good, Oral yeah, Roberts yeah. is really good, and I own that's is really my pick, good. Big Man. That's, my, that's one yeah, of my picks. Least, we'll get into the games, but I love Oral
1: Roberts plus the 16-and-a-half. I'm jumping in, bro.
4: I agree. I, but you're right. Houston has a really solid draw here. I, I think that game against San Diego State is going to be a terrific game. I think San Diego State's positioned pretty well also. Uh, the three teams that I kind of circled from a draw standpoint were San Diego State, Houston, and Purdue. Um, I'll also say you have the odds in front of you for the Sweet 16. Uh, can, can you give me an odd on – well, actually, I can I look at it myself. Uh, here's a team, Gabe, if, if I could yep. find it. I don't know if it's up yet, but Grand Canyon, okay? I, I think they can beat Iowa. I, I really do. I, I, I'm not just going to say it. I I think they can handle guards. If you know anything about the lobes, Gabe, they have two seven-footers. They yep. play excellent defense. They can really shut down that offense. they a third team that maybe we can talk about on the other side. Yeah, we definitely will. Big man on
1: campus. You know, I'm a lope guy. Their stock's gonna skyrocket in the morning too. Bring it. Yeah.
2: Expert perspectives and actionable insights, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's the winning edge. What are you gonna do? Not listen? This is the sports
3: grid radio network sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com
0: there's knowing how to play the game and then there's ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from sling Knowing how the game is played.
2: We're the second part.
0: Some call it strategy, but we just call it the edge. edge. Come
2: and get it. Your trusted source for gaming, odds, and more. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network.
0: Let me get this straight. You took all the money you made franchising your name and bid it against the Harlem Globetrotters? Uh, I thought the generals were due.
3: He's spinning the
0: ball on his finger. Just take it. Take the ball.
1: That game was fixed. They were using a freaking ladder for God's sakes. Late Night Anger Management Class, this is Sports Rage. I am Gable Moretzzi. All right, so I guess we have a YouTube page going now. I don't know. We have like multiple YouTube pages up right now. Um, So if you're in one of them that doesn't work, I guess, I don't know me telling you right now doesn't help you. So I guess you could figure it out for yourselves, unfortunately, I guess that's how we're rolling tonight. It's like a private, it's a private video, if you, if you don't know where it is, you don't know where it is. Um, it is what it is, but uh, there's going to be phone calls that are going to be made soon by me <laughs> about this. Big man on campus kicking it with us and of course Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon University is big man on campus uh, thrown it down with us on uh, Sports Rage Late Night. is a unique school in which they actually admit that they want to make money, so they're publicly traded. They're on the stock market uh, under Lope, and I talked about these guys years ago, basically like five years ago, and I was fascinated by it, and it was basically all predicated on the online, online learning. Uh, online university, even though they do have a campus and stuff. They have a nice arena, obviously. They've got a campus. But, and it was also, they wanted to make a name for themselves with their basketball team. They, 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 they didn't have, like, they're not like, oh yeah, we're going to have a good football team and we're going to do this and that. No, no. They said, listen, let's just put all this money into this basketball team. They hired Dan Marley as the coach. And, you know, they they weren't eligible for the tournament, obviously, in the first couple of years. But they've... You know, they let Dan Marley go and they've been building up. To this, to a tournament appearance, and it's a beautiful campus. It's it's a good school, fancy website, and all that. And we know, big man. Every time a team, one of these teams that comes out of nowhere, you know, the Florida Gulf Coast enrollment skyrocketed, bro. Right? People were like, oh, look at this, and this is a great store I want to go there, and you know, hell, people even went to VCU for whatever reason, right? Because of the basketball team, etc. So. Enrollment's going to go through the roof now, big man, that they've made the tournament. And the the markets aren't open yet, you know, since they've uh, they've won. But look for the Lopes' stock to take off in the morning, big man. And yay, as you just stated, they they upset Iowa. And, and that stock is really going to take off, huh?
4: Yeah, you know, th- this stock has been on the way up for a while now. I mean, it, it's had a very good last You know, year basically. I mean, even back into like late last year. I mean, this stock on November third gave us seventy seven dollars a share. It's up to one hundred and seven dollars a share. This is a a company that's moving on up, and you know, obviously, stuff like this helps considerably. Uh, Yeah, I I think from a game standpoint, this is a this is a dangerous game for Iowa. Uh, This is a team in Grand Canyon that's going to play to a screeching halt. Um, They're a very good defensive group. They're Gigantic, which uh, is helpful. And I'll tell you what, this, these seven footers they have, they're, they're not, you know, pushovers. Lever's a four year player there. Midgard played uh, three years at Wichita state. This is a a serious high major kind of guy. And this is a kid that can play with Garza. This is not exactly a team I want to face if I'm Garza. I said before, and I'll say this again, Luca Garza does not want any smoke on the block. He wants you to just allow him to do what he does. And these two are going to bring up a lot of problem for him. He, if he can't kind of put his head down and, and get to the hoop, he's going to have trouble. And I think these guys can do it. Luca Garza reminds me a lot, Gabe, of, of Ronnie Sykley. you remember that player, oh, yeah. um, <laughs> many years ago, played for the Miami Heat. He, he's yeah, very like case. finesse. Yeah, yeah, he's very finessey and like just smooth and. I just don't think Luca Garza wants any smoke. And these two seven-footers are going to bother them. They're a senior-laden team. They don't really do anything bad. They're really good at you know, rebounding the ball. They have a good offense, and they're elite defensively. This is a lot of points. You're getting like 15 points here. This is a dangerous game for Iowa.
1: What a, what a blast from the past. You caught me off guard with that one. Ronnie Cycli. <laughs> yeah. Ronnie, Ronnie Cycli. Um you know, it's funny. He looks like Garza too, huh? Like they actually, they yeah, sort of, they're, they're both, they sort of kind of look the
4: same. I, I think they're both Spanish, if I if I'm correct. I, I will say this, Gabe. For anyone out there, and I, I know this because I'm a big dance music guy. Ronnie Cycly is a an elite DJ now. He's like a big time DJ over in Europe and stuff. Um, he does he does yes, some yeah, really yeah, great yeah. shows. The yeah, team. Lebanese-born
1: American. Le- Lebanese-born American, Rodney Cycli. But okay. you're right. It's funny, because I just punched his name in, and not Rodney because I wasn't a Heat fan, per se, but the Raptors didn't exist in the old days, right, big man? So, yeah, you know, I- when I was a kid, I kind of liked the Knicks, but I wasn't like a diehard Knicks fan type thing. I was just an NBA fan, like, oh, Magic Johnson, and I watched all the teams, but I was a big Glenn Rice fan, right, at Michigan and Glenn Rice got drafted by the Miami Heat bro right so and this is yeah. before like in the old days big man you had to go to the old you had to go to the sports bar to watch the game on a satellite dish and stuff like that so, I was actually hardcore, bro, like I used to go and watch Miami Heat games, right, <laughs> in, in a sports bar, and the, the Heat were like an expansion team and stuff, they were crap, and Cycli was on the Heat, and Glenn Rice was on the Heat, so that's why when you brought it up, I'm like, God oh, man, I got a lot of memories of Ronnie Cycli, man. <laughs> he was kind of a bust in the NBA, um, but not a bust, but, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't, you know, as good as he was in college, but you're right, it's amazing, but, man, you punch Ronnie Cycli's name in, and... It's not really basketball that pops up. It's like available, YouTube, Spotify, Deezer. <laughs> like he's got a big music career going on.
4: No, he's uh, he, I've actually listened to his radio show many times. I'm a big like house guy, and he he plays some really funky house. He's he's really good, actually. I I love his uh, sugar free radio. It's really well, uh, really well done. Yeah, he he kind of Luca Garza kind of reminds him. You know, Psyche was a little bit smaller from a, a thickness standpoint, but um, you yeah. know they're they're kind of the same type of player, and I I, I think. Yeah, you mentioned he. You know, he wasn't exactly a, a great NBA player, but he had some decent seasons. Uh, but yeah, I would better watch out. Grand Canyon is a tough. All the 15 seeds are tough. Really, outside of Cleveland State, I don't think they have much shot. But the other three are, are, are live dogs. It's nuts, guys. I'm just punching it in here. No,
1: you're right. Listen, you, you you play in the NBA. It's he's one of these dudes that if you're just another guy, you look back, you're like, man, bro, you had a hell of an NBA career, huh, man. You played like ten years, twelve years, and right, you know, but it was just sort of, you know, he was he was Ronnie Cikly, right? So people expected, you know, he was a big-time draft pick. He, you know, look, he was uh, yeah. he was taken ninth, ninth overall, ninth overall. Okay, yeah. I, I want. Yeah, I want to move on from him, but I'm just sort of you know I don't want to throw him under the bus and say he wasn't great. Look, in his second season, he led the Heat in points, sixteen points, ten rebounds. You're right; it's not like he was a bust. I I said NBA that was a, that was the wrong word I used. That's why I'm just sort of well, backtracking I he here. Was,
4: I think a lot of people don't realize like he was the first like one of the first international players to come over. I mean, he was like with like right before Petrovich came over and like that group. So like. He was one of the first Europeans to really kind of have a, a role in the NBA, like a bigger role.
1: He played in Barcelona after. They said, you know, he, yeah. uh, he you know, it's, it's interesting. He had a couple of years where he averaged 16, 7, 17 points. He had a couple of other years yeah. where he averaged 10, 12 type thing. But, no, you know what? He had uh, in like ninety. Better, better numbers. 97 yeah, age, Better numbers I thought. I yeah. 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 Better numbers yeah. than I thought. He, like, I remember him, like, being a star at Syracuse. Like, yeah, stud. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm just saying, like, he was he was a mega college star, guys. That's, you know, that's what I was just saying, like, compared to what his name was. But big-time stuff, I mean, guys, it's not easy to have your um, your jersey retired and your number retired by Syracuse, man. Like, you got to be damn good. Like, his his number four is, is retired. So, you know you're damn good, bro, when the Syracuse Orangemen are retiring your jersey. Um... So as far as the you know the point spreads, we've been talking about the bracket uh, brackets a little bit uh here. Um so Grand Canyon, you're going to pull the trigger with them here, Big Man. Step up on a little money line
4: play. Uh I, you know, I don't know if I have that much uh I I'll <laughs> wait. I'm going to I'm going to look I'm going to look a little bit more. I'll I'm definitely Dude, taking the the 14 and a half 15, it, but It's nearly 10 to 1, Big Man. One.
1: We're getting big. No, it's plus eight seventy right now. Wow,
4: it's a yeah, big I'll number. Take, I'll probably throw a hundred bucks on it or something. Yeah, you know, yeah, me, me too. I'll, no, even less,
1: you know, fifty bucks or whatever. But the fourteen yeah. and a half is intriguing, isn't it? What about the total of one forty five? Should be able to get there.
4: Yeah, I feel like. I mean, obviously, Iowa always makes you know. You're going to have to score, I think, a little bit. And, and I think – I don't believe in Iowa defensively. So, yeah, I, I think the problem is, I think Greg Canyon's shot in this game is they're going to have to slow the tempo. They're going to – I think they're going to have to draw possessions yeah. out, hold on to the ball as long as they can. So, I, I don't know. Totals become really difficult, really, for me past March 1st. There is one total that I do like that I did play already. Um, under 126, North Texas and Purdue – uh, Gabe, North Texas is I mean I watch I had them both games over the weekend. They are elite defensively. I mean they are as good as it gets on that end. Uh, Purdue is very good on their own right defensively. I think that is a sloggy matchup. first to sixty probably wins. um I don't think I just don't think that one gets very out of hand. They're both slow tempo teams, a uh, lot of half court offense, good defensive groups.
1: Uh, and you know what? I think you moved the number big, man. You were onto something down to 125 uh, right now, uh, down down to 125. You're right about these totals. And I, and I love betting totals during the regular season, but come tournament right. time, I don't know. It's tough. You don't know. I mean, as you stated, stylistically, some teams want to slow it down. They don't have as much talent as the other team. They want to shorten the game. These kids, they're playing in new gyms that they've never played before, new sight lines. Although I do love the fact that we're playing in college basketball arenas as much as we are. More with Big Man on campus on the other side. This is Sports Rage. Bring it.
2: only place to turn for expert sports gaming strategies and information but we just call it the edge this is the sports grid radio network
3: sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com
0: Everybody's got an opinion. Go ahead. Ask them. But only a few have
2: an opinion informed by expert analysis and experience. It's called trust. It's why we're here for you. Keep it here and get the edge. You're listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Sports Grid Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio. Sirius XM Channel 204.
4: That's the dumbest bet I ever heard of. I disagree. I disagree.
1: Late Night Anger Management Class, this is Sports I am Renzi. Ian Cameron's gonna step up and head and join us a little bit later on. We've got the great big man on campus kicking it with us right now. Talking March Madness, the bracket that has been set. Although, big man, I brought this up off the top of the program. So, you know, I drank a couple of bottles of wine last night. I was, you know, cranking the metal and, you know, having a good time, enjoyed, you know, it was a good night, enjoyed ourselves. But today, so, you know, I'm sleeping, I'm kind of hungover, I look, you know, I'm like, all right, let me just check in here. And, you know, so I, I start checking in on things and then I sort of pass out again and I swear to God, I was like, I was like, did I just see that Taysom Hill like signed a $140 million contract? I'm like, no way, no. <laughs> so I wake up again, and I look at a couple other sites, and it's not there. And I was actually confused. I'm like, am I? Did I just sort of, for whatever reason, dream that Taysom Hill? And no, no, it's true. I can't believe it, bro. That Taysom Hill's getting thirty-five freaking million dollars a year, bro. What the hell is going on, big man? Like I don't, like I'm, I'm blown away by this.
4: Th- this is a guy. And, and look, all due respect to the kid. I mean, he's a versatile player. He could do some really interesting things. But I mean, what? I don't know what I'm missing here. I mean, maybe I'm. I, mean, I don't think you agree. I mean, I, 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 I'm not really sure I get this. I, I, he's a nice player. I think he's kind of an interesting, like gadget player or whatever. But I mean, I'll continue to say this. I would, I would, I would rather have Jameis Winston in a second over him, like. I don't know maybe I'm just crazy but Pigman when I see 140
1: wild. I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking you must mean 14 million right like yeah. 14 million okay crazy. like 14 million yeah that's the deal no 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 140 I said, baby, I'm blown no. away by this. I don't know. Yeah, we agree. Like, I, I'm like, what? I thought, like I said, I thought I was drunk still or something, bro. I'm like, I'm like, there's no way in hell, like, Taysom because I, I, when I saw it, it, must be 14 million. No, this is a joke. This can't be true. And no, it's it's true. Four-year contract extension, hundred, hundred, uh, one hundred forty million dollars.
4: It's insane. I mean, Thirty-five I'm million gonna, dollars a year. I'm, I'm just gonna put this out there, okay. In his, I mean, in his career, right? He's thrown hundred. Is this true? One hundred twenty-one passes in his career. Is that? I'm surprised. there's that, that, that many. Yeah, it, it seems like a lot. I, I guess maybe I'm looking at the wrong numbers. But I mean, this is a guy that. Oh, are they just going to run the triple option? Is that what they're going to do? Like, I don't. I don't. I don't get it at all.
1: Yeah, I'm seeing this. Uh, you know, I listen. They obviously like him. Uh, they they obviously like him. Uh, that you know that they're going to make him the quarterback here. He is versatile and he can do some different things. But there's a difference between being versatile and and you know coming in for a couple of trick plays or two and being the quarterback all the time. It's almost like big man like running the wildcat every play. It's like, yeah, it'll work right, like right, once in a while right. if you throw it in once every 22 plays. But if you, like, remember when teams, oh, we're just going to run the wildcat. It's like, well, yeah, the other team knows what you're about to do now. <laughs> right? Like, so you know, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't get it. I, I don't get this. Up until- We've heard over the years, big man. I've heard over the years. Oh, no, no, he likes him. He likes him. He likes him. And, hell, I, I think you're looking at his college numbers in which he's thrown passes. Uh, but they evidently do. They evidently do. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what the hell they're doing.
4: I mean, again, I think Sean Payton loves him. It's pretty obvious. But up until last year, he had thrown 13 passes. Last year, he started eight games. He threw 121 passes. So last year was the first time he really opened it up. And it was a lot of oh, sure yeah, passing yeah. patterns, that kind of stuff. But, yeah, I, I don't get this at all. And, and Sean Payton, as we've seen, he's been kind of almost – annoying with Taysom Hill. Like, he puts him in and plays. I remember there was a game against Green Bay, a Sunday night game, where he just forced him into the game. And I want to say he fumbled, and it was a, it was a big mistake. It was just – it's it's this constant obsession with Taysom Hill. Well, now he's got an opportunity. He's he's the guy going forward. I, I don't think it's going to work. I think you're dead right. I don't know how you, you – you know, he's got to learn to throw the football down the field. He's got to – you know, I, I just – I don't get it at all.
1: Um, You know what? I didn't watch. You know, a lot of those Saint games down the stretch, when when he started, they were injured. And I didn't bet those games too much. But, you know, he's had a few games. Listen, he's a quarterback. He can throw the ball. Um, You know, he threw for 291 yards once, 233, 232. So, like I said, he is a good athlete. I'm just blown away. To me, the thing that blows me away is not so much that, like Peyton made him the quarterback, because I sort of thought this big man. i th- I was under the understanding that it was going to be him and Winston and or that you know they'd sort of split it up and Peyton would just sort of do his thing like that. Um, but now I don't know. I mean, I'm reading they want to pay Winston fourteen, fifteen million dollars. Like so what, you're gonna pay fifty millions of dollars a year for your quarterback position? And if I'm Jameis Winston, do I even want to be there now? But I don't, like, I think Jameis Winston's getting screwed over. I would give Jameis a chance somewhere. Yeah, so, to me, guys, it's not so much, oh, my God, Taysom Hill's the quarterback of the Saints now. It's like, oh, my God, they just paid him $35 million a year. And a four-year deal, he hasn't proven anything, big man. You know what I mean? Like, he just got what every other big-time quarterback has gotten who's already, that, that had been good for years, bro.
4: I couldn't agree more. I I don't know how many dues that he's paid. I I do agree. Jameis, once it continues to get screwed, Uh, this is a guy that's completely changed his his maturity. I mean, he's become a guy that's not a me guy anymore. He goes out and he does what's best for the team. I think he should be starting somewhere. Um, You know, I think this is going to create problems for him. And I, I don't know what, the future is going to be with him. I, I said before, I, I wish the Eagles would have taken a shot on Winston, maybe bringing him in for cheap. It'd be like a Michael yeah. Vick type of reclamation project. Um, but, yeah, I, I think Winston is is the better quarterback option. We'll see what Hill is. But, yeah, Sean Payton seems obsessed with Hill, and now, it's, now this is his guy going forward. He'll be in heaven.
1: Now, one thing with all contracts, and Howard Balzer, who's great with this stuff – you know broke down the he broke down the JJ Watt deal cuz everyone's like oh my god JJ Watt got all this money and Yeah, J.J. Watt's going to get all that money if he basically, you know, has like 382 sacks, bro. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of incentives in it and stuff. So, I would imagine that the Taysom Hill contract, and I didn't dig into it and start to, you know, analyze the numbers. Like I said, guys, it's March Madness. I just got blown away by it. And I saw it, I was like, what the hell? Like, to me, it was just a story I couldn't, like, tell Like, I was like looking at March Madness, big man, but I kept thinking, I'm like, did Taysom Hill really do this? And I kept going back to it. I'm like, is this real? Is this real? Is this real? But you know, it's, 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 it's real. So big man on campus kicking it with us on SiriusXM XF channel 204. I am uh, Gabriel Moretz All right. Good job, uh, guys, getting uh, everything sorted out uh, with the YouTube uh, page. I thought I was the one uh, that was uh, hung over today. Um, so, uh that's okay uh though. Uh we're we're rolling right now. We got big man on uh on campus. I had to get redressed. I, I started to take my clothes off the uh, one since I thought no one was paying attention and watching us. But let's get back into the tournament uh, right now. And you know, we were talking about the Houston Cougars, guys, and I told you guys last week and the last two weeks, I have got the Houston Cougars going to the final four. And I said, well, we've got to see and wait what their bracket is and, you know, who they have to play. And big man agrees. Very favorable. Uh, they get Houston. Houston plays Cleveland State, the winner of Clemson and Rutgers. Um, they get through that. They would place whoever gets through San Diego State, Syracuse, West Virginia, and Moorhead State which um, is a winnable game uh, for Houston once again. Just each step along the way, Houston just match up uh, with everybody, big man. I, I really do think they can legitimately get there. Uh, there are, of course, to make the uh, the Final Four numbers up. FanDuel starting to post uh, teams to make the Sweet 16 up. Big man, what do you make of the, um, the play-in game between the UCLA Bruins and the Michigan
4: State Spartans? Uh Yeah, I I mean, it's kind of boring to me. I mean, it's it's kind of, uh, you know, coin flippy-ish. Uh, you know, Michigan State obviously played very well towards the end of the season. I and I hope for UCLA, though. I, I was – you know, they barely made it in, frankly. I mean, you could make cases that they shouldn't have made it in. I They, they were – but down the stretch, I think it's also important to understand they were they had some injuries. Johnny Juzang was out, and Jalen Hill at the time they they've they've been a mess from an injury standpoint. You're really good defensively. You know, Mick's always very good on that end. They have a good point guard. There's a lot of potential. I thought they'd be a lot better. I thought they challenged to win this conference. But the Pac-12 kind of showed all year. What a complete mess. I mean, Oregon State's the team that ends up becoming the the auto bid. Wow, I mean, just incredible. What a wild. Uh, What a wild conference. I think it's a coin-flippy game. I'll lean Michigan State just because they played really pretty well since kind of the start of the year. You know, They've had their lumps, but it seems like Tom Izzo in March is the bet you want to make. And, you know, the lineups that he's made change-wise seem to work. And I like the shots they get. They're always a a ball-sharing team that kind of get everybody involved and they take good shots. They're always a good defensive team. You know, frankly, I, I think is kind of the difference. I lean Izzo on March, uh, slight lean to UCLA, but I think there were some snubs, and, and you can make the case these two teams uh, were kind of the beneficiaries of, of those snubs.
1: Yeah, it's interesting that they, they, they uh, are the ones that end up facing against each other. I've kind of, exp- I, I, I thought Duke. Well, Duke are out of the mix, but I was saying before that don't be surprised if Duke get in the play-in game, that they put a couple of these blue bloods in against each other and you know to see who can survive in advance. But for me, as you talked about, you got Tom Izzo, you know, at this time of the year. Um, I like Mick Cronin, but this is a Big Ten team against a Pac-12 team. And pretty much in a pick in a pick'em range on a neutral court, I'm surprised the number is what it is. Actually, I think the Spartans are the play. Um, so to make the Final Four, props are up. And we're we're going to a break here, big man. But we'll hit this on the other side too. What do you think about Michigan without Livers right now? I'll throw that at you right now. What you know? What, what how do you think I, I they're going uh, to deal with this moving forward?
4: I mean, it sucks to say it because I really like the program and I like Jawan and I like this team. But you know, without Livers, they're probably the most vulnerable one seed in a long time. I, I think yeah. they'll win their first game, but I think they're going to have a lot of trouble against LSU or Bonaventure. They have to get him back at some point, and I don't think he's going to come back. Um, you know, I kind of had hoped that you know Johns and and Sean D. Brown could be enough. The problem that Shawnee Brown has is. You know he's too streaky offensively johns doesn't give you much i don't want to see austin davis anywhere near the court to be real frank with you um and it just seems like lately they haven't gotten a lot of luck with the whistle i mean it seems like dickinson sitting out uh, for a period in every game um they're gonna have to try to fight through and get him back i don't know what is uh is his overall status is and if he'll even come back but yeah, it's a terrible loss I, I think there's always something in the back of your head to you just remember you know, this team—the fact that they're a one seed and 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 they've been so good—I think is a crazy anomaly. They're going to be just as good next year. Uh, it's just a shame that it happened because, um, you know, they are really good, but timing. They are very vulnerable, and they didn't get a great—they didn't get a great draw either. Now, the, the draw isn't easy. Um, you know that
1: last week it was the scare with Brooks. They get Brooks back. Now it's Livers. The thing is, guys, with Livers, he's just so smart. He has high basketball IQ. More with big men on the other side. Bring it.
2: Sports gaming insights and expert analysis on daily sporting events. Information you can take to the bank. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network.
3: Sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com.
2: How would you rather feel lost in a sea of stats averages and injury reports just breathe dude or swimming in the warm waters of confidence that comes from having the winning edge we thought so we are the sports grid radio network.
1: Digging into the contract a little bit here, as far as Taysom Hill is concerned. And I don't know, man, they got some really creative stuff going on here, man, in New Orleans. So uh, basically, all the years are voidable. So the restructure is a four year, $140 million extension. Years are voidable. Um, What does he get guaranteed? Let's cut to the the, the number here. Hill's contract numbers include a $9.686 million signing bonus. All right, so he gets $10 million cash up front here, $1.4 million guaranteed roster bonus spot, another million guaranteed base salary, and then it's built on incentives as far as production. Uh, So basically, long story short, he's really getting big man 12 million. He's getting 12 million this year plus incentives. There's four voidable years. So I don't understand, though, how like they're able to make such a mockery of the salary cap like this. Like, I I don't I don't know. It's, It's going over my head. So he signs this extension, but they save money on the salary cap, and it gives the Saints nearly seven point five million in salary cap space. I hate this salary cap structured contract stuff, big man. What the hell does any of it mean?
3: <laughs>
4: like, <laughs> way above my pay grade, but you know looks like teams are getting creative with uh, figuring out how to to save some money and to to yeah, I mean, that makes a lot more sense and I was blown away that they would give him that much money. So, there you go. So what? But now, so he's gonna have the IRS on his ass.
1: Hey, you signed one hundred forty million dollars. No, no, I did it. I only got twelve. <laughs> it's a weird, it's a weird deal, man. I gotta dig in deeper
4: on this.